Stephen, I, I, I was going to forget this, so I have to bring it up while it's at the front of my mind. Okay. Yellowstone prequel. Oh, my God. Yeah. Did you see that? Was it what Tim McGraw? Well, I think this is – they're really building a universe around this show now, aren't they? So we're coming up to season four, aren't we? September season four. And so and they were already thinking, okay, we're going to go back to the beginning where it all began. Because I think the problem is I don't think there can be a five. You like reckon? I feel like season four yeah, is really going to – a climax, yeah, Without right. spoiling it all, there's a, lot, there's a lot that has to be resolved. A resolution required. And I think once there's resolution – you got to go back and go, right, where did John Dutton become such a hard ass? You know, yeah. how did he learn to be that way? What, what's this, you know, how did you be, how did you get a ranch like that? And so I came across on TikTok, um, Tim McGraw, who's a country singer uh, in the US, um, a little TikTok where he talks about how he's going to be doing um, the, the prequel to uh, Yellowstone. And wow. I'm like, because he said something about, you know, John Dutton's family and how they, you know, ended up yeah. in Montana. And I'm like, wow, that is actually, and it's, I think the name of it is something like 1883 or something. So it's going to be proper, oh, wow. it's proper be like old school. school. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Like, imagine the budget. Like, you think about the budget for that show now. It's just so beautifully cin yeah. cinematography and everything. Yeah. But imagine now the budget's for costumes and sets, and it's going to be remarkable. It's going to be great. So I'm pumped about that. Yeah, me too. And and we've also got uh, the next. Is it the second? Not the new season of Billions. It's the, so the resumption, half of the resumption of, yep. of, brilliant, of Billions. September. Look, you know what, Gladys, I'm I'm going to say it. Lock me down until middle of October. I'm good with it because there's some good. <laughs> oh, stuff. thanks. I want to. There's some play good golf, shit about to land. Okay, let Stephen's little LGA open up a bit. Yeah, please. Um, play golf at least. But so my thing is. Like, I know it's hard for everyone, and I'm not at all downplaying how hard it is because yeah. it's hard for everyone. And I know it, it also and sounds it, yeah. ridiculous me saying it's hard for people because I'm I'm doing what I normally do. I'm coming to my yeah, office because it's me two too. kilometers from home and all that. Yeah. But <clears throat> I won't lie, it is still mentally tough. Like, it's, it's, it's hard to get motivated when you know that the world's in such a shit place. It's a weird thing, but it, it, I just genuinely have this kind of – um, yeah, I'm with you. I think yeah, me me complaining about not being able to play golf and yeah, that that's you know that's pretty minor compared to people who are sitting at home not able to earn earn any money yeah. or do their job and everything. So and so we, 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 we say that life. with the context of understanding 100 percent about all that stuff. But I just think it's fascinating that we 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 could be very well clear of this. Here, here's the quote that no one, no politician is willing to ever say in this context, right? Yeah. This is this is the outbreak we had to have. Yeah. Remember the recession we had to have? Yeah. If we if we had not have had this Delta outbreak, the vaccination rates in Australia would still be at, at a curve, yeah, you know, true. quite yeah. low. But they're currently at a huge peak. We're doing yeah. in some parts of Sydney we're doing five percent a week. Now yeah. if 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 we continue I did some calculations last night. If we continue because that's how boring I am. Um <laughs> if we continue on our current path broadly in greater Sydney, now there are some exceptions. In fact, the worst affected parts of Sydney aren't vaccinating at the same rate as the others, which is very disappointing and, yeah, and sad, but let's ignore that for the moment and go, actually, it, I worked out if, if my area Hornsby um, is doing like 5% a week on both um, double, double dose and single dose, you know, the completion of that. Yep. Um, if, if they keep going that way, so I'll just look at it now as of the 8th of August, so four days ago, North Sydney and Hornsby is at 57%, 57.6% with at least one dose and 32% yeah. with a 
with a, with both doses, and that, but those are growing by five five percent, yeah. right? In by by the middle of October, we'll be at eighty percent. You know, like it it doesn't yeah. take long. I, I know, I know, yeah, I know, and you're right. The the trajectory is is has been increased because of this outbreak, and you're right. We we had a little bit of apathy after we handled the first wave so well. Yeah, we had this sort of false sense of security that you know she'll be right, and then when the the Delta kind of kicked us up the ass, really sort of set us on our uh, you know rocked us back on our heels a bit. Yeah, but I I I'd love for there to be a time when Gladys gets up and goes right from now on. If you've been double dosed, double vaccinated, do what you want. Uh, uh, and you I can think do whatever you want. That's what I think. Yeah, she should. Here's the problem with this whole thing. We've talked about it before politics. They they're all afraid to say what they want to say because they know that the other side and federally versus state and everyone like and Twitter is just going to rip them apart. Yeah. What what she should be able to say today is, look, guys, it's bloody hard, and we're not getting out very soon. But can I make this guarantee to you? Yeah. <clears throat> when we get to 60% double vaccinated, we will relax this, this, and this. Yeah. And when we get to 80, all bets are off. Oh, it's it. We're out. Now, yeah. the problem is they agreed at National eight. Cabinet. That, that's broadly what's going to happen at, at 80%. The place pretty much opens up. But the problem is, A, WA hasn't signed on again. They, they're just like, yeah, yeah we'll I still know. do our own thing. They're like a country of their own, you yeah, know. And B, the, the opening only occurs when nationally – the, the average is 80%, and then per state they can do it. I think Gladys should say, listen, New South Wales is strong. New South Wales has fought hard through this, and it's it's a horrible, uh, amazingly long lockdown you're having to endure. But I'm, I make this guarantee to you. When we're at 80%, we will be open 100% for business. If that means that every other state needs to lock their borders and lock us out, I can't speak for them. But there will be full crowds at concerts, full crowds oh, yeah. at stadiums, because we have the rate and we have to accept that the people that are not vaccinated by that point are, are putting yeah. themselves at risk well, and we will no longer report daily numbers. I'm sorry. Have, have a look Have a look what we're seeing in other countries where you know, you, you tune into the baseball, there's a full crowd. It's, you, it's you, you, hard. You're looking at the Premier League soccer, full crowd. It's every, those countries are back to normal, right, in inverted commas, normal, yet in the UK, one day earlier this week, there were 31 new cases of, of COVID. and 31,000. died. Yeah, 31,000 cases and yeah. 500 deaths. And yet they're still open for business. They're still thinking, right, this is – if they, you know, if you want to get vaccinated, that's how we do it. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to talk about accepting death. That's horrible. But, it like, life is, is tough. People die on the roads. Yeah. People die of a lot of things. And I want hospitals to go back to normal so that people with other illnesses can be treated yeah. for their well, other illnesses. That's the thing. There hasn't been other illnesses since COVID. How many people have you heard have had the flu? No, but what about other actual illnesses? Sorry, yeah. actual illnesses. Other illnesses that do yeah. require hospital attention that are not getting – people yeah. are not willing to, to put themselves up for hospital attention or doc, yeah. and they're actually – getting quite sick or possibly dying of other things because they're not seeking the attention because they're worried about either getting infected or being a burden on the system. It's sad, man. Yeah. Well, I, well, my current situation is uh, I live in the Bayside uh, LGA, local government area, and Bayside is the amalgamation of Botany Council yeah. and uh, Rockdale Council. Yep. And Rockdale Council is on the other side of Botany Bay, yep. on the other side of the airport, on the other side of the Cooks River to yep. our – our LGA. Yep. And our current situation is because there was a few cases in Bexley and Rockdale, then 
the suburbs, which including the one I live in, which is up to 15 to 20 kilometres away, is now part being dragged into the to into that LGA. Now, uh, the local member or the Labor member was a former Labor leader, Michael Daly, who I know, I've known him, he's a Maroubra, lives in Maroubra, I've known him for years. Uh, he has, he's going to request to Gladys Berejiklian because he's a local and my local member, Matt, Matt Thistlethwaite too, is the federal member for Kingsford Smith. He's a friend of mine. I went to school with him as well. I think they've been talking about well, Michael Daly on the state side. He's going to be putting to Gladys Berejiklian that they should split Bayside back to its original components for this period yeah. because our, we, we've got zero cases. We've got nothing. On this side of the council, there's nothing. And yeah. and because because of the these restrictions now, you know, people can't go to work unless it's essential and, and like – the, the you, you can't go you got to wear a mask outdoors all the time you can't go more than five kilometers to exercise and like my daughter's she's a, works in real estate she can't go anywhere she's already been told you, you're not gonna you can't work you're gonna have to stay home so you know my son is, is a builder too. He, he's going to be affected so it's not like and it, it me, me not playing golf is the least of my problems it's it's them not being able to do their jobs and earn money that that's that's what's going to be really biting here as well man it's just and it just shows, I mean, again, it's us, two, two blokes complaining, but it's just fascinating because, you know, we, we had this big plan to do this live thing next week and it's literally this afternoon you've rung me and gone, man, I'm in lockdown. It's like, yeah. that's for us, that's a big deal. For us, that well, was the no. thing we were working towards. But imagine how people with planning weddings and, and oh, parties. Of course, and, you know, I know. It's just so hard. Oh, awful, I know. But, but here's the thing, though. Earlier in the day when they made this announcement, it was a little ambiguous, the announcement. I, I sent you, remember when I, yeah. when I called you, I sent you the tweet that said, yeah. From the New South Wales Health too, yep. said Botany, Bexley, the, uh, all these suburbs didn't have my suburb in it. So I thought, I'm good. I'm sweetie. I, I was going to get in the car and drive out to see you tonight. Yeah. But, and then and then you sort of replied, thinking, oh, no, I think it's the whole LGA. It's not everything. Because like, Penrith have divvied up the LGA. And that's the, the problem again. This is the problem with what the government's doing is the other day they announced there was some issues with some suburbs in the Penrith LGA. And they announced that, that these five suburbs would be in lockdown, but not the whole LGA. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, 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 you're making <laughs> rules up here. Yeah. And so by doing your whole LGA, they're going against that, that thing they did a few days ago. Stig lives in the George's... Hall, not George's River, I don't know, George's River, I think, is the LGA below you. And it's like there's bugger all cases there, but they're yeah. in lockdown because they border on to one of the worst, which is Canterbury yeah. Bankstown. Yeah. It's, mate, it's bloody hard. It's not changing. And I know I feel for workers and people, you know, out of work and stuff, but, mate, it's fucking hard on the kids. But, but, my, yeah. my, my daughter, okay. you know, she's a real social um girl she, she's yeah. her group like they call them they call them they call themselves the crazy six there's six girls they're besties yeah. and I, she's just missing them like the other day one of the girls lives lives on the next block and her parents walk past and i installed a swing out the front of our house um for the kids we had a block of wood and some rope fine i'll put a swing up go for it yeah. and this uh, they she walked past and because you're allowed to play with one you're allowed to exercise with one person i said bloody oath she can come and play and just listening to their laughter listening to them yeah. giggle listening to them talk harry who's not a social butterfly at all he's got like three mates yesterday um one of the mums texted a man and said do you does harry want to talk to such and such i'm like yeah okay so he's in the games room, which is the garage, with the yeah. door shut, and all I can hear is him chuckling and giggling. Yeah. And you know what they're doing? They're on they're on Facebook Messenger video, playing <laughs> Minecraft. They're they're not playing together. It's not yeah. an online game. They're just playing, and they're just watching each other. <laughs> that's cool. You know, it's that's just good. mate. That's yeah. it's, it's so hard thing, for kids. It's one thing with this 
that the thing we miss most is that social interaction. I, I remember I interviewed, who was it? Peter Overton on, on my Tech Guide podcast ages ago. And I, was, I, I sort of brought up the fact that you, you seem to be able to do all these interviews now over Zoom, over Skype, and, and it actually they filmed at both ends and it looks like a legit interview. I said, now that is, – is that what how it's going to be from now on? Like, what do you think about that? And he said – I don't remember what he said. It. He goes, no way. He goes, you cannot replace human interaction. You can't – nothing can beat it. And I'll give you the example. It came up again in my TikTok feed the other day. Peter Overton interviewing Tom Cruise on 60 Minutes. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. I mentioned that too. I said, yeah, would you prefer I, to interview him on Zoom? <laughs> Peter, Exactly. But see, yeah. Peter Overton is asking Tom Cruise – like Tom could have yeah. shut the laptop. He could have yeah. – like a lot of – it would have been a very different interview. It would have been, absolutely. Remotely. Yeah. yeah. So, I did bring that up. Yeah, I think he's uh, – He's pretty famous for that interview where Tom Cruise kind of shut him down a little bit and yeah. said, put your manners back on, Pete. Yeah. So, I don't know. He said on the news, I'm getting my second AZ shot tomorrow, which is Friday the 13th. He said on the news he's getting his AstraZeneca shot tomorrow as well, me yeah. and Big Pete the same Pete. day. There you go, boom. Yeah. But it's, I'll tell, uh, you, I'll know, tell it's you someone funny to follow on TikTok is Pete's wife. Yes, um, I follow Jess. her on Instagram. Yeah, Jess Rowe. She's lovely. I had I spent a lot of time with her on studio when I was doing Studio 10. Mate, her she was TikTok. There. Her TikTok is insanity. On TikTok, <laughs> she's just called the Crap Housewife, which is her brand. Yeah, that's her brand. But yeah. mate, she is just telling stupid jokes. Yeah, I have seen it. <laughs> and giggling. It's mate, it's hilarious. You see Pete in the background sometimes. As sometimes, well. and she yeah. she goes, "There's Pete." It's funny. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? We're thinking of ways to amuse ourselves now. We're uh, we can't go anywhere. We've got to really, you know, like that's why. Can you imagine if this had happened ten years ago? Yeah. It would be – there'd be no Netflix, the shit internet. It would be so hard to do what we're doing today. Like imagine working from home 10 years ago, educating. We'd be a shocker. There'd be Mate. there'd be violence. It'd be you know, people setting fire to their houses. It'd be awful. Yeah, so it's, be in, in the in – Yeah, the, exactly, exactly. Which is but, why I say make a plan, announce it. Yeah. Because the problem with going well, – we, we need to have – we need to have like a, a North Star. They need to aim for something. They say, right. Mate, I, Here's our goal. talking about it now, saying they need incentives. I, I remember after I got my second shot, obviously it was a very selfish thing, but it's like, it's it's great, but what's the incentive? And everyone replies, yeah. they're going, the incentive is you're safe and your family's safe. Yeah. Like, that's great, but that's not the incentive everyone needs. People yeah. want, and, and this is, again, the politics of it all, right? I, I, and I've said this before, I remember this time last year, or actually earlier last year, it just felt like everyone was working together, Labor and Liberal, everyone. It, was, it just mm. felt good. I remember interviewing Ed Husick about it. And so on that same tone, you know, Anthony Albanese saying, let's give $300 for every shot. I think what Scott Morrison should have done, and again, who are we to say, was ring Alba and say, mate, come to the Prime Ministerial Courtyard at, at 3 o'clock. Let's have a joint press conference, right? Yeah. And what I will announce is that, you know, Albo made a great suggestion, but we're going to do it this way. We're going to do – and say, give him a bit of credit, but come up with a slightly different plan. Yeah, exactly and right. so I'd say to you this, the $300 thing, Make it something that you don't just get, but you apply for. Because you know what? I don't need 300 bucks. I'm doing very well. But so so not everyone needs it. Or 300. They give you like 300 bucks off your tax bill or something that you get something. Yeah. Just just make it so that it's an incentive that not everyone needs to claim, but many people can. And just work together. That's the problem is they're all frigging arguing. They're all being rude about each other. It's just so fucking negative. And that's what's the downer for me. (laughs) 
So I, I don't watch Gladys anymore at 11 o'clock. I think it's bad for your mental health to well, watch that every day. We had we had a sweep going every day. I won it a couple of days in a row. We, we, Jarrah would yeah, say, right, what's your Gladys number? Thing. What's your Gladys number? And I, I, I think I was one off one time. I was one off the figure. Yeah, yeah. man has got a friend on Facebook who does that, and they all chime in every day on the, the jacket colour, yeah. the number and everything. Yeah, I um, think yes, it's, it's losing its uh, – it used to be like unmissable, the news bulletin, the 11 o'clock cross. Now it's like I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, we're, it's, we're fucked. It's, we are, I already know. We're, we're, we're all going to hell in, the ha- in a handbasket. Yeah, I mean, that's why I just think what they should do is they should say, you know what, we're not going to report numbers anymore. What we're going to do is we're going to report vaccinations. And yeah. we're going to give you a date, so we're going to say we're going to say that this is what's going to happen at this. And I know this is a weird thing; they have announced this broadly, but that's all they should be talking about. When we get to this number, we do this. Yeah, it's that simple, folks. You know, it makes me laugh though. You know how the Olympics is now finished. Yeah, the athletes who are all fully vaccinated yeah. have have had to go fourteen day quarantine. And for some athletes who are going back to other states, South Australia, South Australia, you have to do another fourteen-day quarantine. How is 28 that? Twenty-eight days of quarantine for a fully vaccinated person yeah. who was living it's in a place where quarantine. they had to get tested every two days. Like, you know, they won a gold medal for the country. Give give them a pass. They, 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 they don't have COVID. Give them a pass. How about yeah. that? Yeah, I know. It's honestly, um, you do. I, I have thought, like, to myself, I'm thinking there are some days – it's it's not what, – what's the right word for it? It's like a feeling of dread. There's like a dread that you think, oh, these things what, – what gets me through the week and through my life is looking forward to things. I look forward yep. to doing things. Yeah. Now that that's sort of – it's almost been taken away. There's nothing – what am I going to look forward to now? Yep. I'm, 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 there needs to be something, a light at the end of the tunnel for us to aim for, and I've, I'm, not have, I'm not feeling that. Yeah, it's depressing. No, so depressing. Yeah, and I like I'm I, you know, depressing is the word. It is. It's it's hard. And yeah. again, first world problems in a sense. Our our oh, our situation yeah. within yeah. the the lockdown yeah. is is a first world problem. But yeah, you know, I just think it. And, and look, it's a he he he. I've definitely I think I put on three kilos or something, and I'm like, yeah. Do you know what I have, <laughs> and I have no plan to change that right now. Yeah, because I have no motivation. So. My thing is, it's all around, you know, like you say, it's having things to look forward to. So I've got a speaking gig next Thursday. I've got our live next Thursday night. I'm pretty much putting all my eggs and head into working towards next Thursday. Yeah. And then I'm going to go right after that. I've probably got, I need something else to focus on. That's when I'll go, right, now I'm going to set myself a new goal that by the end of September, I get back to whatever, so that yeah. I'm ready for the lockdown yeah. to lift, yeah. you know? Well, I've actually, I've actually uh, and I'm like you, I've, I've uh, given a couple of kilos back as well during this lockdown. I've uh, invested in some uh, some new uh, fitness equipment. So I've bought this new, it's like a strap system. So it's like resistance straps. So yeah. rather than me using weight, like for a bench press, there's all these straps that provide the resistance. And I can do that like on a bench press or I can do it on a curl. It's not It's not quite using your own body weight. It is actually the, the more straps on it or the more, it's like the more weight you've got on the bar. So I'm I'm looking to sort of do that as well to get to try to get back into some. I walk every day and I do I play golf twice a week or I used to play golf twice a week, but uh, the I, I need I need to sort of get that other that other bit of exercise in that sort of the resistance work in. So that's yeah. where that's where the secret is to get the calories down. It's like people think it's all about cardio. I think if you do weights two or three times a week, that's what really burns the calories and and really gets your weight down as well. 
Right, okay. I'm Something you should consider, Trev. You got hand weights in that at home? Yeah, we got hand weights. So, so, look, mate, I'm, my kids are doing Apple Fitness like yeah. almost daily. My daughter's so doing it too. Haley's doing it. They're yeah. right into it. Um, I think that's really coming into its own. No, I'm, and again, it sounds like I'm delaying, but I just, I know there's no point me committing. So, and I've talked about this before. When I've got a speaking gig, I'm always, it's a, it's an awful week. And I, Amanda knows it too. I'm always, I'm paying the ass to be with because I know I've got deadlines. I've got to finish a presentation. I've got to know what I'm going to do. Da, 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 da. Yeah. So I just know that it's going to be a, a crazy week. Plus now we've got this fucking lockdown. I need to, we need to technically get the, the live yeah. stream going. So I'm just going to put my eggs in that basket for the next yeah. week. And then I'll go right. Fingers Quite crossed, simple. mate. Mick Daly comes good, gets the Bayside split. I just I'm... got to do the same thing I did last time, which is start up the Weight Watchers app again. Yeah. Stop eating bloody Cadbury timeouts. Only drink water. <laughs> timeout, eh? Is that your poison, eh? Timeout. Well, no, right. Yeah. They, no, they, they used to be called timeouts, and they're now called – So what they did. Twirl, no, the, 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 to, the timeout was a twirl in a wafer. Ah, then wrapped in chocolate. Yeah. Now the, the timeouts were very hard. This was the beautiful thing for me. They were very hard to find. Service uh, stations rarely had them. There was a couple of shops that had them, so they weren't an easy thing for me. They weren't yeah. there. Yep. And that's how I am. I'm if it's there, I'm getting it. Yeah, that's right. But then what Cabri did was they go right. We're going to get rid of the timeout and we're going to rebrand. We had a twirl, a twirl caramel. I don't like it, and a twirl breakaway, which is a fucking timeout. And now they're <laughs> everywhere. Every single shop has a fucking yeah. Cadbury. Well, that's what. So that's I buy it, mate. I'm buying at yeah, least right. one a day. I'm not going to lie, oh, more wow. than one a day. Wow. Bad. It's well, bad. That's one good thing about driving a Tesla. I don't go to petrol stations. There's no temptation. There's, uh, Stephen, I, yeah. Stephen, I haven't filled a car up with petrol in, in a year. Okay. I get a car every week and I send it back. I use like a quarter of a tank. Yeah, still. So I, I don't go to petrol right. stations to fill up. I go to petrol stations to get fucking cabri coils. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah. So so yeah, all I gotta do is do what I did before to get back to where I was, and then yeah. I'll need to work a bit harder to get further than that. But again, yeah. We're yo yo we're yo yo We yo yo's you and me. I know. Yo yo. Mate, I'm I'm never going to go over hundred again. That's that's my hope. I mean, okay. that's a big call, but that's so – I just don't want you, to get back okay. to 100. Right. So you've given back a few kegs, eh? Yeah, I think oh, I, no, I at my to. best I got down to a 93, but that that's was cool. not real. Like It was more like a 94, and yeah. so I'm now in the high 96s. So wow. I, I'm, a, I'm three kilos up on the on what I plateaued yeah, at. That's easy to get rid of, mate. Yeah, yes. that's what I'm saying. So if I said – like let's say after next week, if I go – so by the end of September, that's like six weeks, I hope to be able to drop that three kilos again. And then maybe if I'm in the zone, I'll keep going through to zone Christmas up. and Christmas yeah. and maybe hit that hit that 89, and then yeah. I'll put a couple back on because I don't want to be 89 forever. <laughs> Mate, I've got to say, despite not being able to play with you, I've really been enjoying my golf. I'm Thanks, I'm, I'm at a point now where I'm I'm getting better. I can feel like I'm 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 you know I part a couple of holes in a row and I'm hitting some good shots and it's it's having that regularity is the secret of golf. I think the more you play, the better you get. And the, and, and look, and the day that I've had, a, I had a, a pretty decent round for enough for nine holes is the day they bloody shut us down. And there's, I've already had an email from my, my club, the coast where saying, look, here's a little widget that you can see if you're five kilometers out, I'm seven kilometers away from the coast. Yeah. So I can't play. I can play though at the lakes and the Australian, which are like, you know, 300 bucks around, but, I'm seriously thinking of of having a game like uh, in the next week or so, and you playing should, 18 holes. That's the thing, yeah. I'm, but and it's like I, there's a couple of courses I can play at, but I actually have no desire to go on my own. I have you can't no play. No desire to play with a random. Really? I, yeah. mate, you know what? I've found 
I'm not playing with you on Thursdays. I know, I've now I've got a new a bloke who puts his name down with me. His name's Paul. Mm, uh, shout out if you listen to Paul. Yeah, I told yeah, him about yeah. the podcast. Yeah. But he and Fuck I, you, every Thursday, we put out. He he puts his he sees my name, puts his name down, and vice versa. So he he's my new playing partner on a Thursday. And on Tuesdays, I play with my good mate Steve, who I went to school with. He's one of my one of my good mates. And it's been it's been terrific. And we're, we're both we're. Steve and I are both about the same sort of level, like you. Sort of, we're both at the same sort of beginner level. Although I think I've sort of gone up a bit since uh, since we played together. But <laughs> but it's mate, it's I've really enjoyed it. I, I um I'm really getting uh, a lot of enjoyment out of it. I, I look forward to playing every week. But now it's uh, I'm gonna unless I book somewhere close by, it's gonna be I, I'm gonna have to get out the net in my front yard and just hit him into my net. Anyway, so the one thing I miss is playing golf with you, Stephen. So thanks for that last ten minutes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Me too. Yeah, no, I'm I'm really looking forward to playing with you again for you to off. get back out there. But also, no, not not that. But you, you'll you'll think you'll be mate, you'll be that happy to be out there again. It's mm. it's like being like let out of jail again. We, 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 not again, we let out of jail. You've never been in jail, have you? No. But it's oh, like I worked in, I worked at Long Bay, but yeah, oh, the Hard Rock Bakery. Yeah, okay, cool. That's right. You said that. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you and a few inmates. Imagine next year, um, we we could do a, like we could do a road trip where we do a bit of tech reviews and we play golf at random courses. Oh, what? We've got to go to a country little... club where it's like uh, sand, um, sand greens because you know they don't have yeah. sprinklers and grass and stuff. At Walker, they got got a course with sand greens. Really, sand? Yeah, it's compacted. Sand. Okay, so it's hard enough for you to roll your ball into the hole. Yep. Yeah. Right. It's very nice. Yeah. It's the simple things in life, Stephen. It is. Well, yeah. I, oh, I, so I wanted to the recommend. Thing, the thing that I missed, uh, well, the things I thought about straight away, I'm thinking, oh, I can't play golf. And then I think, oh, I can't, can't drive out to see, to record with you. Yeah. And that was the other thing. We realized a bit late there too. I've got a show for you. Um, Cocaine Cowboys. On Netflix. Yes. I've heard yeah, a lot of people recommending it. Good. Um, I sma- what is it, a doco or a, a show? What is it? Four episodes today. Oh, is that right? Um, in between Law and Order episodes, or no? I caught up on all the Law and Orders I'm doing. Oh, so, shit. Um, yeah. um, it's a true story. It's a doco about the. It's you know, it's when when you realize everything you've watched. You know, the Pablo Escobar stuff. This is the yeah. this is the U.S. side of the of the that uh, drug ring. Good is it? Yeah. These are the two blokes, and it's yeah, it's mate. Two blokes. Two blokes talking cocaine. Two blokes snorting coke. Um, it's yeah, right. mate, it's good because I'm only episode episodes. four. There's six. And it's it's you think it's going to end at three at the end of three. Ooh, no! Hey, no spoilers. It keeps but going. You know what else I've been enjoying? Uh, season two of Ted Lasso. Yeah, yeah, right. no, very good. Good episode. Really good. episode yeah. three. Very, you know, very, uh, very, very poignant. Very moral story. A, such a warm show, isn't it? And and you know, Jason Sudeikis is he's really good as Ted Lasso. It's a, the, the whole bunch of characters and the, they're at, the actors are excellent. It's, it's, so uh, season two has started off as strong as season one. Have I mentioned that the other thing I'm, I've been binging, this is my home show. So at the office, I've been to different things. But yeah. at home, in the man cave, I'm doing the office, US version. Ah. And I'm... You liking it? Nearly at the I end know, of season never- three. I never got into it. Yeah, it's good. It's it's. I'm good. a big fan of the Eurekia Gervais one, the original, well, a massive fan. I reckon of that. I've seen two episodes, so I'm going to do that next. But have you like, seen the one, the Eurekia Gervais one? This is like nine seasons, so I feel like I need to finish this before I go back oh, and no. watch that. So hang on, you have not seen the Ricky Gervais Office. What an idea for a TV, uh, for a podcast, the best TV shows you've never yes. seen. Yes, 
Fuck. Mash. Are you joking? Yeah, no, Mash. <laughs> no, the office with Ricky Gervais is fucking brilliant. Yeah, and I, so I, I feel like I know it's going to be way better than this. Yeah. So I want to finish this before <laughs> I go back to that. So Steve Carell is in that. Eh? Steve Carell. Yeah, he's very good. Yeah, like, wow. He's very good. Dude, so I wanna... Park, what's his name? Um, uh, Chris, someone, the, the, who was the, the actor out of Jurassic Park? I'm having a blank. I don't know. He was, in, he was in the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy as well. Is he Chris in this Pratt. show? Chris Pratt. Is he in this? He's in the office, I think. No, and says, so um, what's his name? Is um, Emily Blunt's husband, uh, John Krasinski. John Krasinski's in, in it, yep. That's yep. Emily Blunt's husband. I don't know which one he is. Like I wouldn't know which one. He's he the is, bloke right? who's sort of, uh, you know, the the receptionist. He's the one who's friendly with her, I think. Oh, That's really? So yeah. I saw, a, I saw a, again, TikTok. I saw a video of him being interviewed by um, Stephen Colbert. Yeah. And he talked, this is actually a really good story. I, I'm just summarizing. But he goes, you know, I'm living in wherever he was in America. And he said to his mom, I'm going to go and be an actor. And he thought she was going to say, don't be a dickhead. And she said, good on you, son. And he said... Make me a promise, though. She said, what is it? He said, in two and a half years, three years, two and a half, three years, um, if it's not working, tell me to come home because, oh, no, no. She said, she said, she's going to tell you to come home because I don't want, I don't want to have to fucking be the mum that tells you it's not working. I'm just going to make it happen, right? So two and a half years in, he rings his mum. He says, this is shit. Being a waiter is horrible. Um, And so he's expecting her to say, well, fucking come home. It's done. Yeah. Move on, right? Get a new career. And she says, mate, stick it out. for It's only September. Stick it out for a few more months. Next month, he gets the office. Wow. There you go. See? It's, it's a that, fucking... You don't, know, you don't know when to pull the pin, eh? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a killer. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's Amazing. a nine-season nine run. So yeah. it would have been Isn't pretty his, good. And he also, too, um, he wrote and directed or co-wrote and directed A, a Quiet Place, you know, the film with his wife in it, Emily Blunt. Maybe. And A Quiet Place Part 2. Have you, have you noticed that I haven't watched a lot of movies? I have, actually. Yeah, good idea for a, for a podcast. But uh, I'm the, nervous, Stephen. Yeah, don't be nervous, mate. I'm I'll nervous about you. doing I'll, a new show. I'll carry you. So I'll carry you. You'll be right. But it's uh, no, it's A Quiet Place 2 is is excellent as well. It's and The whole premise of A Quiet Place is, is that Earth has been overrun by extraterrestrials who are blind but have super hearing. So they can hear a pin drop. So the people, that's why it's called a quiet place. Any noise is going to attract them. Right. It's really good. Very so scary. Don't let your kids watch it. It'll scare the shit out of them. Everyone tippy toes around, do they? Yeah, that's right. They have sand. They put sand along all the trails so they don't make any noise. And all, all of their cutlery is all padded so they can't, don't make sounds. And they have a baby in the first one. They've got to build a box so that the baby, when it cries, it's got a soundproof box to cry in and all this sort of stuff. So it's it's remarkable. And and the, the second part is kind of a bit of a prequel because the first one is sort of there, there already, but oh. the second one takes you back before when they first arrived. So it's really good. Now, I really enjoyed Quiet Place Part 2. It's on uh, just arrived this week on on 4K and, and, and digital. Very good. All right. Well, um, that's enough gibberish. Let's, <laughs> um, let's shake it all off and uh... – Maybe uh, get to get to a new podcast. So the, the the movie podcast will have already been in your feed, actually, if we publish this on Mondays, we normally yes. do. Um, so let us know what you think. Honest, We need honest feedback. Um, yep. It's going to be show number one. Uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. Stephen knows too much about what he's talking about, so we're probably going to have yep. that. And honestly, that, that 
just for me and you, I think that's our challenge is to go, yep. we need to find that middle ground where you actually know too much. Yes. I know too little. Yeah, well, the whole idea of the show, like the, the title of the show is about you. It's the best movies you've never seen. We're talking about Trevor. Yeah. So I'll, I'll drive the bus, but you're the, going to be the one that's going to be providing a lot of those, the answers to why this is the best movie you've never seen. So it's going to be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm fired up. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone. Um, talk to you in a minute or two, Stephen. <laughs> yes. Ciao. <laughs>